0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's
2: right. This is CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief Show coming to you live. From the Rocket Mortgage Studios, whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. How about this? The Dodgers finally, officially clinched the National League West. Something that they have done now for the ninth time in the past 10 seasons. Must be nice to just... Be able to bring in all the players and have a gigantic payroll and, and actually draft guys and pull pitchers out of the behind that just... The Dodgers are amazing. I know people like to complain about the Yankees and what they do. Man, the Dodgers got all the money. Man, probably going to win the World Series again this year. I know there are a lot of people that don't want to hear that. I'd rather the Dodgers win than, let's say, I don't know, the Astros Sorry. Sorry. I love Houston. Don't care about the Astros. Cue all the angry Astros fans. They're going to call me right now. It's okay. I still love Houston. You don't have to love me. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to be here with you for one more hour. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Thank you to Colton here helping us hold it down as well. the final hour of the show and a big gigantic thank you to the NBA defensive player of the year yeah I'm not I'm not gonna get tired of saying that Marcus Smart Marcus Smart just joined us if you missed the interview if you missed the conversation you can go ahead and hit rewind on the free Odyssey app that's A-U-D-A-C-Y and if you want to keep up with me I'm on social media everywhere I am at JR Sport Brief that is Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And so it was just great to talk to to Marcus. That's actually the first time that I think it's yes yeah, I think it's the first time that we've ever spoke. I don't believe I've ever met Marcus, which is is odd, but I'm glad to have him on the show and I'm so happy that he joined us and didn't just talk about uh the amazing work that he's been able to put in with the Boston Celtics but also his work with be the match. You know, cancer does not discriminate, doesn't care who you are, where you're from. Uh, Unfortunately, it's something that has had a deep impact on his life, but it's also pushed him to help others and has inspired him just on the basketball court and and in society to help other people, which I think is is so much more important. So kudos to him. And and there's some themes that, that he mentioned That I do want to echo here at the open of this hour and its elements of of teamwork and and just accountability and pushing each other. And these are facts that get lost in modern day sports, especially when we have oh, so many professional athletes and oh, so many sports. Who are all about themselves and sure, yes, we know it's a business. But you still have to be a team to go out there and win. Just because you slap a bunch of talented players together, it can take you great places. But you got to build camaraderie. And it is no coincidence that last year, after the Celtics just kind of went mano imano mano or not mano imano mano well, they went mano imano mano against the other guy, but as they went isolation-heavy, it took Marcus Smart to speak out and say, "Hey, come on, man. Y'all, y'all being Tatum and Brown, if we're going to do some damage, like we all have to participate. We all have to make our games more well-rounded." And we've saw how Marcus Smart has improved his game since he's been in the league, and he's a more efficient shooter, ball handler, and he's one of the premier defenders. He has worked his way into being one of the best all-around two-way players in the game, flat and period. And so I'm so happy that he joined us. And I got the phone lines open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We've talked about a lot tonight. If you have any thoughts or comments on a conversation we just had with Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics, uh, feel free to chime in. We've also spent a good amount of time talking about football obviously Nathaniel Hackett Russell Wilson uh, Jerry Jones letting everybody know that Dak Prescott will probably be back sooner than later they're not going to put him on injured reserve which would obviously knock him out for four weeks and so they have high hopes and expectations that he'll make a return Aaron Judge what else is new Aaron Judge hit another home run what a shock what a surprise You know what? Aaron Judge didn't just hit a home run. Aaron Judge hit two home runs for the New York Yankees tonight in Boston. And the Yankees, it took them 10 innings, took them a heart attack. If you're a fan of the Yankees, they walk away in 10 innings. The final score, seven to six. And Aaron Judge, both of his home runs broke ties. And he gets a little bit closer to hitting. Sixty-one. This is what his fifty-seventh home run sounded like, and of course, it was played on the Yankees radio network by no one other than Mister John Sterling. Listen to this:
3: Pitch to Judge, swung on and drilled a deep right field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone into the Boston bullpen. A Judian blast. Aaron Judge drills into the right center field bullpen as he rounds third all rise. Here comes the Judge. Aaron Judge has hit his 56th home run, driven in his 122nd run, and the ball game is tied at three.
2: No, every time he says judgy and Blast, I, I want to take a shower. But congratulations. Yeah, that was his 56th. And then he hit his 57th later. I don't need to abuse my ears with more John Sterling, uh, but congratulations to Aaron Judge as he tries to hit more home runs than any right-hander in American League history. And then just in history in general, the other guys in front of him, those guys were cheaters. And so Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds, eh, they can go kick rocks as far as I'm concerned. And uh, let's just see if Aaron Judge can go over 61, which I find to be the real record. Also, he's on pace now for 65 home runs. Count them, 65. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Kevin is calling from Louisville. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Kevin, what's on your mind? Hello. Yeah, you're live, Kevin. (laughs)
4: I'm sorry. I was falling asleep. Hey, uh, Marcus well, that
2: Spart- sucks. Whoa, whoa. What whoa, you whoa. trying to say?
4: I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm drinking the J.R. Kool-Aid, but Marcus Park made me cry, man. Um, golly. Uh, I feel his pain. Yep. I feel his pain, JR. I understand that, but, uh, yeah, yeah. uh,
2: well, well, are you okay, Kevin?
4: No, I'm okay. i just just uh, drinking a little bit, having a little bit. And uh, I took my daughter a uh, package down to the hospital tonight. Okay. She said, Dad, uh, I'm hungry. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love her pizza. That's what I do, Jr. Yeah. love her pizza. She said, Dad, can you bring me some food? I'm like, okay. She said, Dad, I'm hungry. I'm like, okay. Brought it down there. She goes, "You going home and listen, to Jr., aren't you?" I was like, "Yep."
2: Well, that's, a, <laughs> that's yes, not I that's am. not a bad idea. Well, I'm I'm glad yeah. I could have Marcus on as well. I know it's uh, oh
4: man, that dude is super. Oh uh, am I'm, 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 oh man, I I I feel for him and uh, Jr. I don't even want to say I'm I'm starstruck for you. <laughs>
2: no, I don't do it. But Every let me let me tell you something.
4: Time, dude, I listen to you every night. You know that. Super Thank you. Producer Dave does too. Yes. And uh, you guys keep it real. And he's billionaire mother. You know, Whoa, wait. I know. I'm not going to say it. But, uh, yeah, Megan, my sister works for a couple of them. Yeah. And uh, she's like Okay, Kevin,
2: Kevin.
4: I know. All
2: right. Appreciate you, man, all the time. I love you. I love you, I, I love you too, Kevin. Thank you for Thank calling you. up from Louisville. Yeah, Kevin was uh, touched by 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 Marcus, and that, that's why it's important to have people on to tell their personal stories to actually uh, humanize uh, the athletes. I think a lot of us uh, can relate to what what Marcus has had to deal with in his life because cancer does not discriminate it doesn't care who you are or where you're from and uh it's something that has had an effect on his life and by him sharing his story it it helps out other people and that's that's the point of having him on outside of obviously talking about basketball you know there's so much that you can do with sports and so much that it does uh yeah i can sit here and and make jokes about jerry jones and i'll always do it because it's fun but I think there's, it's important to, to have a balance and have a mix and, you know, not take things always so seriously, but to know when to take things seriously. Um, it's sports. It's a business. It's not the end-all. It's not the be-all. Sometimes it can feel that way, uh, but it's about utilizing sports and, and the people who participate in something that we love to just have an impact on other people. It's just what it is. Robert is calling from Charlotte. You on CBS Sports Radio? What's up, Rob? What's going on, Jr.? How are you?
5: Good, man. I, I, didn't, he- I didn't hear the Marcus Smart uh, interview, but one thing I know is, is, as far as where he was when he first came to the league to where he is now, I mean, he's he's put in the work. So I definitely appreciate that.
2: Yeah, no uh, doubt Rob, about it. We we've seen his yeah, evolution but, as a player, and no coincidence. Um, he's he's yeah, putting no, the work, and his family has no, been no, a motivating factor for that. What's up?
5: Yeah, well, uh, we're not. I'm a Braves fan. We're not giving anything to the Dodgers. They're going to have to come earn it. I know they look great this year, uh, but I still think the Braves are going to be a really tough out. And uh, and I think we're going back to back this year. Sorry, Dodgers.
2: Okay. Hey, well, no, no sense in. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, why not have optimism? I mean, the Braves yeah. came on strong last year. It, I mean, it took them almost half the summer to even get to a spot of uh you know jumping over the Mets in the National League East and they yeah. they got hot with all of their acquisitions and um I, I know as as much as the Braves won the World Series if you look at the past 10 years it's it's pretty much the Dodgers have been running the show and so the Braves yeah they might be the champs but to a certain degree they're still the underdogs yeah
5: well they, they've been the underdogs the last three years against the Dodgers and stuff but uh I think they still get it done this year. Um, You know, it's going to be – it'll be interesting. Hopefully uh, they get that far. If they do, it's going to be a heck of a series. But I still think the Braves come out on top this year.
2: Okay. We'll see. Thank you, Robert, for calling from Charlotte. That's the the fun part about watching. And I agree. Whatever happens in the National League Championship Series, I think that's going to go a long way to determining who wins the World Series. I think the National League uh, will be favored over the A.L. And by the way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily dismiss the New York Mets. And yeah, their bats aren't on par with probably even the Braves, let alone the Dodgers. But, I mean, damn, you put DeGrom on the mound. I know tonight uh, the Chicago Cubs were able to score three runs on DeGrom. Three runs. Three of them. On DeGrom, it's like scoring ten runs on a normal human. But putting DeGrom on the mound, out there with Scherzer, oh, my God. It's Ain't nobody trying to see that first-round matchup. Not those two guys right out of the gate. Not at all. Ryan is calling from Massachusetts. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
6: How's it going, JR?
2: It is going damn well, man. What's up?
7: So, I believe Aaron Judge is on steroids. and Let me tell you about that. So, he just hit his 56th
6: and 57th home run
7: tonight. And, I mean, he's in a league just like Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds. I mean, look at the guy. He's got the same amount of, you know, plastic surgery as both of those guys together.
2: Oh, shut up. Tim is calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up?
3: Hey, JR. What's going on? Hey, ain't nothing much, buddy. Hey, look, about a week ago we, we talked. And you said you were going to talk to my boss and get me a raise. You remember that?
2: You never sent me the information. Where is it? Where is it? I didn't. I, I think I said more than that. I think I said I would actually like insult your boss yeah, on your behalf. Yeah, you did.
3: You did. Say yeah. So, that, so and,
2: and yeah. So forget the raise. I I I'd rather do both.
3: Send I'm me. Always getting off, I'm always getting yeah. off work when I call you, man. I I work right. my ass off all night, and then I go. To, you know, I call you, and I listen to your show two hours before I get off, and as soon as I get in my car, I turn the show on. So,
2: so. listen to me. Listen to me very carefully, Tim. <laughs> Next time, instead of waiting to call me when you leave work, call me at work with your boss so I could tell your boss off. It's really that. <laughs> it's not that tough.
3: It's I not that tough. You would, I believe you would do it, man. I swear to God I do. I think that it just cracks me up.
2: I anyway, would, and then I'd the re- be, and then I'd have to give you new work, which I probably have no problem doing. <laughs> I got you.
3: The reason I was calling, yes, is, uh, you know, you know, a guy like Aaron Judge, okay, you know, these guys don't come along very often, okay. It, it, it's they're, they're very few and few in between, you know, and and um, you know, you get all these people saying, ah, oh, he's he's on this, he's on that, he's doing steroids, bull crap. This guy is just a big beast of a of a of an athlete, man. He's yeah. just he's just doing his thing, and I just respect the heck out of him, man. He just, you know, I mean, you got to respect a guy like that, man. I mean, I mean, how can you not? There's no way that guy's doing anything,
2: you know. Well, to help him, you know, he is. Well, here's the thing, and that's why the gentleman who called you, well, well he was. I I picked the phone up with him before I spoke to you. The reason why I let him go, he couldn't even get his statement out correctly. I know
3: he couldn't. He was... He was all over the place. Yeah, you know? he. Oh well,
2: uh, Aaron. Aaron Judge is on plastic surgery, just like uh, uh, Mark, Mark McGuire and Sammy. Like, shut up, man! Like, and I, 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 I get it. I, I have a no. That a,
3: dude, he is nothing but bad boy. He is just a. He is just a true. Um, uh, you know, j- I mean, he's just a, a freak of nature. That's all he is. Um, and they come along once in a while. They don't come along a lot, but you know, when we get them, man, I appreciate them. I swear I do. I, I'm not a Yankees fan by any stretch of the imagination, but boy, I do love a, a good athlete.
2: Yes. And, yeah. Until you know, we, until we, until we actually have evidence of the contrary. Like, come on. I'm, I'm going to assume the baseball player that we have never seen this damn big. At six seven two eighty, I know, I know I'm that's go- crazy. That's go- crazy. I'm going to assume that when he hits a baseball, it's gonna go far because he's a big fill in the blank, and not be- not because he he took something extra with his breakfast. You know, no,
3: because he's a big human being, and yeah. he's a he's a an extreme athlete. You know. Yeah. There are, well, let, there are such things as that, you know. It and,
2: happens. Not everybody yeah. not everybody is out here cheating. Well, Tim. That's,
3: that's exactly right. That's, call exact, me, that's my whole point.
2: Call me back next time with your boss, and then I'll uh, share some positive words, okay?
3: Well, I'm going to do that, man, and I'm going to make sure he talks to you.
2: Well, we're going to make it happen, Tim. I, I, you, and <laughs> you know I'm telling that, the truth, okay?
3: Have a good night, brother.
2: You as well. Much love to Tim in Maryland. I can't wait to get back to Maryland. I think I'm going to be in Maryland in three weeks. Oh, that's going to be fun. Shout out to everybody at Johns Hopkins. I know they listen up there, too. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Man, we got a lot to do. And I got an hour left to do it here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. And, yeah, I will talk to your boss if you put him on the line with me here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't
1: move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the great JR, man. Your show
3: is so awesome. We uh, appreciate listening to you uh, on a regular basis,
1: my man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show
2: here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We've had a busy night. Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics joined us last hour. We've talked about the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones and and, and what the potential return of Dak Prescott would look like. You know, Jerry Jones is holding out hope that he can return in a month. We've looked at that play about 24 hours ago. Nathaniel Hackett deciding to go for a 64-yard field goal uh, to win the game. We know what happened there. Uh, Russell Wilson leaves Seattle as a loser. Nathaniel Hackett has to run around and tell everybody, oh, yeah, I made a mistake on Monday. And Yeah, we get it. And so it's been a very busy night. And Aaron Judge, this man keeps on going. He's hit his 56th and 57th home run tonight against the Boston Celtics. Up in Beantown. And the New York Yankees, they ultimately win the game. It took a hard attack for them to do it. Ten innings, seven to six. Roger Maris, record still holding of 61 home runs in 1961. Still the most home runs uh, hit in the American League by a right-hand batter. And Aaron Judge is on his way to 65. Let's see what he can do. We talked a lot tonight. I'll take your calls before we're forced to pretty much roll out 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Anthony's calling from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Anthony? Well, I just want to challenge
6: the statement you made about uh, uh, Bonds and Sosa and McGuire as their records don't count because they were cheating. Well, I'm a 66-year-old black man and follow baseball since the 60s, to be quite honest with you. And before 1946, before I, as far as I'm concerned, all the
2: baseball records are tainted. Okay, what else do you got for me?
6: Well, I'm just in, in, in the hypocrisy with the writers of, of that sport to allow David Ortiz to be in the uh, Hall of Fame. And... We all know he's tainted, right?
2: And so let me ask you a question. There's a a couple of directions. You're going in two different directions here. I can sit here and spend the next, and it wouldn't take 30 minutes, but I can talk to you for 20 minutes about David Ortiz and and him testing positive and it being released and why he's in the Hall of Fame. So there's two conversations here. There's a conversation that you brought up about the validity of, of a uh, Barry Bonds, uh Mark McGuire, and a Sammy Sosa versus an Aaron Judge. And then there's, uh, you know, whether or not the David Ortiz or anybody needs to go into the Hall of Fame. And so which one do you want to address? Is it the first one or the latter? Well, let, let's, let's address the origin. Do you, like I
6: said, before 1946, where black players were prohibited, I consider all of those records, even the ones accumulated by Babe Ruth, to be tainted.
2: Well, that tainted is not necessarily the word. That is, you're now bringing up a third point. See, there's three things here that you have brought up, which moves us into three different directions. And I'm going to try to narrow this down into the simplest one. We can look at the validity of black people participating in anything in the United States of America, especially athletics, knowing that black folks didn't necessarily have rights, let alone to even play baseball. So if you want to look at the Negro Leagues and say that, oh, my God, well, those records don't count or they weren't pretty much input or put it in, then there's a, there's a valid argument there. But the reality is, if we look at Major League Baseball for what it is and what it has been, unfortunately, Negro League Baseball was not included. And so, yes, we can have that conversation, but let's stick to reality. So knowing that that's a fact, if you want to look at what has actually taken place— And you can start at 1947, 1949. We can look at when Jackie came in, and we can look at the past 70 years. And we can look at Greenies, and we can look at modern baseball. We can look at what we see now. The fact is, and my only point is, based on modern baseball and records, for what we see, there is clear evidence, clear as day, if I have to look at Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa, there's indisputable evidence that these guys got a little bit of help in hitting their home runs. And so if I David have Ortiz... to look, hold on, I ain't talking about David Ortiz right now, okay? Why not? Dave, David Ortiz is not sitting at the top of the home run record chart. Is he there? Have I missed something? Is he in the Hall of Fame? Have you missed something? No, 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 no. You've missed my point. You have brought up three individual issues, and I'm trying to help you focus in on one. But it seems I don't like any help, young man. No, you you seem like you do because my point. No, my point from the get-go, of which you went in three different directions, is that what Aaron Judge has done this season is amazing, and there is no damn evidence that this guy has gone out and got help. If we're talking about home run records, not who's in the Hall of Fame. Not who is not having records because they participated in the Negro Leagues. David Ortiz is not on that chart. Is he? Oh, here, here's, here's my only question. No, no, no. Simple question. Is he? Uh, no, but David okay, Ortiz. Okay, so I'm it's not, not but. It's not but. I'm not but. questioning David Ortiz. You mean,
6: I'm are. Not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, hold on. I'm not David Ortiz. Excuse me. I'm not questioning Aaron Judge. I, I, because even, even the fact during the, the scandal of so-called steroids, the league sanctioned it. Because they were happy with the ratings. No, 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 Anthony. They were happy with
2: the attendance. Anthony, if it's league sanctioned, then I don't consider it taking. You You do, I don't. That's all I'm concerned. So you're missing my point because you've now made four different points. I'm going to say this very simple for you. The first thing that came up out of your mouth when you called up was that you want to challenge me on what I said about the validity of the home runs hit by Barry Bonds, sammy sosa and mark mcguire right you you then brought up david ortiz and his hall of fame which doesn't have anything to do with what i said and then you brought up the fact that the record books in a whole are incomplete because negro league players are not included okay yeah well sure that also happens to be the reality we know they're not included and so negro leagues aside David Ortiz, who has absolutely nothing to do with the record books and a home run chase aside, that leaves us with the three guys who I mentioned, and the three of them, regardless of whether or not it was sanctioned, Major League Baseball did not start testing until 2003. And what you said is well within your right. It's your opinion. You think because Major League Baseball turned a blind eye, which is true, I'm not going to argue with you on that fact, but because they turned a blind eye, that it's okay. I'm just living in reality, and we can have a difference of opinion here. When I look at Aaron Judge, there's a difference between him and the other three. As of right now, to this minute, to this second, there is nothing, nothing indicative of him cheating. And if you can help me find that, then let's have a conversation. But the Negro Leagues doesn't have a damn thing to do with it, and neither does David Ortiz. So, what are we trying to sweep everybody into that conversation for? Help me. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls before I roll out. 855 212 4CBS. And excuse me, because when we get to this news flash, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to finish the show strong. I'm going to find me some cream, some clear. I'm, I'm going to call Barry Bonds. I'm going to get a little help to finish things strong.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
7: Hey, brother. Really love your show. I really appreciate all your work
1: through the years. That makes you some really hard time. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
2: That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, we've talked about Aaron Judge and his two more home runs tonight. Now he has 57. We've talked about the Broncos and the Seahawks talked about the Dallas Cowboys, Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics. He joined us. If you missed a minute of the show, you can always listen. You can hit rewind. All you have to do is tune in on the free Odyssey app. And if you missed that conversation with Marcus Smart, you can go ahead and lock in. I'm going to take your calls here before I am forced to roll out. 855-212-4CBS. That is 855-212-4CBS. Let's talk to you. All of you. Let's go ahead and start in Rhode Island. Talk to Paul. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
8: Thank you for taking my call, Commander JR. Welcome to Rhode Island Airwaves. Uh, I'm going to start with the game last night. The reason I'm going to start with this is because three reasons. I'm going to go three different directions, like the other caller. One, you have a great quarterback, okay, the Broncos. Two, a brand-new coach, uh, two brand-new coaches. Three, what the hell was that? How many times these coaches put these kickers in harm's way? In this case, this was a big insult to Russell Wilson. I'm I'm, I'm positive he could have won that that game, okay? The idea that he did not want to beat his old fans and the fans that were booing at him, okay? But Mr. Russell Wilson knows very well what division he's in. Every game counts. That division is going to be a firestorm this year. Now, yeah. I'm, convinced, I'm convinced that these coaches, like last year, put these coaches, that these kickers that don't make great money in harm's way, especially McCarthy last year. And there's more. I could name more. I don't want to take up all your time. Well, I, I don't... This n- cannot happen.
2: Well, thank you, Paul, for calling from Rhode Island. I don't know if I'd call it harm's way. The man kicked a 64-yard field goal. The coach admitted today that it was a, a mistake that he should have given a ball to Russell Wilson. And it's real simple. It's his first game ever as a head coach. Let's see if he corrects his mistake. Darius is calling from Seattle. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead.
7: Hello. Hello. Um, you know, I had some similar things to say. Uh, a, a few weeks ago, I called you and we had a discussion. You asked people uh, what athletes they felt were the most disrespected. And I said, Russell Wilson. And you gave me some pushback on that. And I just want to know if in light of the things that have come out over the past few weeks, um, actually past few days, really, with the Legion of Boom, um, you know, showing solidarity with a coach that they all seemed to hate when they were on their way out the door. Um, that's another story. But um, with the Legion of Boom sort of uh, bashing Russell over the past week or two, and then with the hit piece that came out uh, by Brady Henderson in ESPN magazine, um, he did publish a, a, a piece that was actually flattering to Russell after that, but I doubt anybody read it. Um, but I just want to know if you if you – have modified
2: your stance on what i said no because everything that you had just mentioned are are things and issues that i've known for years uh they are things that i've heard for years and so it's it's really nothing new when i think about disrespect it's it's not looking at what russell wilson has accomplished in the team that he left it was due time for him to go uh he's a a a Mm -hmm. polarizing player for a variety of reasons but I think there right. are other players who, who haven't uh, uh gotten the same type of flack and haven't had his accomplishments. So I, I wouldn't say so, now.
7: Okay. Well, you know, I am really my my I have a girlfriend, I'm not gonna tell you anything that goes on in her appointments. I, I, I have don't. a girlfriend who 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 um who has a doctor um okay. who knows some things. And you over know, I'm not now, gonna tell okay. you what those things are. I've heard things too over the years. Okay. And all I can say is it's really kind of funny how these stories about Russ being, um, you know, wanting control over things. And I'm, I know that it's a hyperbolic because he, he, he what, what I've gotten from him is that he wants influence, right? But well, then some of the more negative stories that have come out have said that's, he wants control, but well, he didn't exercise well, that's, that in...
2: That's you know. that's, that, that's splitting the hairs, Darius. I mean, oh, he wants okay. control and influence. Most, most players want, want influence into... To kind of right. respond to what you just said. Sure, you, you can okay. you can talk to your girlfriend who knows someone who knows someone. I can ask yeah. I, I can ask the players who played with him, some of which I know very right. well. And I can also I, I go ahead Yeah, oh I can also judge by my interactions with Russell Wilson. I'm not I'm not sitting uh-huh. here sharing with you things that are just hearsay. I'm also drawing from conclusions from being around him. Speaking to him mm-hmm. and seeing how things operate, and so that's that's what I'm basing it on. Okay.
7: Sure. Yeah. I have one one thing to add, if I can, really quickly.
2: Qu- I know, hope it's I, like fif- it, 15, fifteen seconds, quickly, count. please.
7: Okay. For for someone who wants to control things, I noticed that in Super Bowl forty nine, he did not push back on the call that Pete Carroll made last night. He didn't push back on the call that Nathaniel Hackett made. Both were ridiculous calls. And yet this guy is supposed to be a control freak. I'll take it off the air.
2: Well, thank you, Darius. Well, I mean, you're, you're drawing summations from what a million trillion people say. Everybody has an opinion. You know what they say about opinions, right? The fact about Russell Wilson, when it comes down to who he is or who he's not, is that he will always say the right thing. There's never anything that rocks the boat. But like most businesses, there are issues of rocking the boat. He comes across as robotic. There are instances where he comes across as inauthentic. If you want to hang your hat on people saying that, oh, Russell Wilson wants control, and you want to really hang your hat on that, then then go for it. I think anyone wants influence. Anyone who does anything and is worth a damn wants to have influence on what they do. He does a good job in publicly speaking to the media and diffusing situations and not blowing them up. But he pretty much showed his cards that he is, yes, just like a lot of other people and that he operates a business, the business of Russell Wilson, when his exit came publicly and how he did it and how he tried to paint it and present it. There ain't no lies or or, or misinformation there. It's all for us to see in front of us. Easy. Daniel, calling from Phoenix. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
3: Hey, what's up, Jr?
2: What's going on, Daniel? You're on the show tonight. Thank you.
3: Not much. I just wanted to go back to the Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, and McGuire thing.
7: I watched them all go at it. It was somewhat entertaining, and then I saw Barry Bonds go at it. And I agree with the steroids, and what Aaron Judge is definitely doing is more impressive. But the only thing i got to say really is you still have to put the bat on the ball, and it's not easy to
3: do that all the time. So I yes. wasn't disappointed of the home runs.
2: Well, yes, it is. You you do have to, to hit the baseball to make it go over the fence. It becomes easier when you're older of an older age and you don't tire like someone typically, you know, who would be your age at, I don't know, right, right. 38, 39 and 40. And so it's like a lot of things. You get a little help, you pop a pill, you rub something in, you shoot it in you, and you last a little bit longer. And so, yes, yeah. I, I, don't think, I don't think anyone has ever disputed the fact of you still need to have the skill to hit the baseball. But when you can last a little bit longer, when you're not as tired, look, we, we've seen a lot of these players who have, quote, unquote, been accused, and some of them have been found to use drugs. Yeah, they've lasted and then they hit home runs and they hit them longer and then they fell apart. I mean, I can look at Mark Maguire. I can look at an Alex Rodriguez. So, yes, yep. they all they all had skill and thank you Daniel for calling from Phoenix. They all had skill. Come on, Barry Bonds had skill. Barry Bonds didn't need to take anything. But Barry Bonds wasn't thrilled with all the attention that Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were receiving. And so he ain't need nothing. What would his career look like if he didn't take? Oh, he'd probably be lauded, or maybe not, because he was a little bit of a jerk even prior or before then. And he's a self-admitted jerk. That's not any new revelation that I'm sharing with anyone. Roger's calling from Houston, 6:10 a.m. Shout-outs to everybody on the loop. What's up, Roger? jr yes roger so roger i don't have i only have a little bit of time roger i know i know thank you saying
7: that barry bonds was a self-admitted jerk
2: yeah it came out of his mouth barry bonds himself said he was a jerk to the media oh i'm the king of the jerks roger
3: well i mean that's obvious i mean it's Hey, can you put can you you put a sentence? Everybody
2: who calls in. Well, that's that's not true. There are a lot of people over the course of four hours that I have amazing conversations with that actually thank me. That send me emails. Actually, a lot of program directors who thank me for taking calls. What I do is actually push back on people who actually uh, are probably jerks. What else you got, Roger? Well, I
7: think we both know program directors know nothing. You would agree. You would say, program directors, they probably tell you to do things, and you say, well,
3: that's stupid.
2: No, I've actually not had a program director in four years in New York and national radio. I've never had a program director tell me anything to say on air. Then
7: then why did you just bring up program directors?
2: Because you said people call me up, and I chastise everyone. You do. I told you that in response, I have many callers who, if you listen to the show, they actually I, enjoy the listening. show. And I also have many program directors who call up and say positive things, but no one has ever called me and said, hey, you should say this. You, you have anything else, Roger? Well, I think that Josh. Oh, uh, well, it's too late. Sheesh. I love Houston, but that guy's been in one of them back alleys. Not that I know anything about a lot of them, but he's he's had a little bit to drink. Listen, I love my callers. No one takes more callers than me. But if you call me up and you say something ridiculous, if you're not on point, I'm going to tell you about it. And that's probably at the rate of, I don't know, anywhere from 10 to 20-plus callers, maybe, depending on the topic, every night, every hour. Every now and then, I'm going to get somebody who calls up, who says something ridiculous? And I'm a little bit for not ridiculousness. I'm for realism. I'm for honesty. I'm for being straightforward. It's not everybody's cup of tea. I'm just going to say what it is. It's the JR Sport Bree Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I will be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. It's when I get started. And as I do every Wednesday night into Thursday morning, I'm going to bring you a new top six list thank you oh so much to Marcus Smart for joining us here tonight and thank you to Colton for helping to hold it down thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard hey be safe be well stay here CBS Sports Radio don't go anywhere I'll be back tomorrow but coming up next is Amy Lawrence have a good night be well be safe